0: Welcome to the Joy in Purpose podcast. My name is Lola. On today's episode, I had the pleasure of having a conversation with Isabella Bonting. It was a fabulous uh, conversation. We talked about the importance of waiting on God during your single season. So this is a must listen to episode. Whether you're single or not, I believe that you would learn um, so much from our discussion. Before we get into the interview, I would like to tell new listeners a little bit more about this uh, podcast. Stay tuned. Like I said earlier, my name is Lola. I am the creator and host of this platform. Joy in Purpose is a podcast dedicated to conversations about career development and mental health. I am a doctoral student in a psychology program. Um, So I also want to remind you that this podcast is not a replacement for therapy. It is for educational purposes only. Please, please, please share this episode with your friends. Subscribe, leave a review, and uh, yeah, tell everybody, tell your friends and family Before we get to the interview, I wanted to share with you guys that something was off with my microphone. It is still, you can still hear me and uh, the conversation is definitely still worth it. Just wanted to put it out there that I am working behind the scenes to make sure that my microphone, everything is is top notch. So stay tuned. Uh, There are many progress coming on this podcast. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you. Isabella, for joining my podcast. I'm so excited to have you here to talk about singleness and the waiting season. Um, I like to ask my, before we get on that topic, I like to talk to my guests and ask them about where they were born and to tell us like their favorite childhood memory because I just think it's so exciting and it's a different way to get to know people. So where were you born and tell us your favorite childhood memory.
2: Hi, Lola. So I want to say thank you for bringing me on to your podcast today. I'm super excited for where this conversation um, is going to go, and hopefully, it makes an impact to someone that listens. Um, So, to answer your question, where was I born? I was born in New Jersey, um, which is up north, um, the Northeast. And then, um, thinking about a childhood memory of mine, so my family is Ghanaian. um, They come from Ghana, so. I've always had that connection um, just to go back home. So one of my favorite memories um, I remember is going to Ghana when I was two years old. And as much as my my siblings are like, what? Like, you remember? I remember because it was so hot over there compared to the temperature here in the um, U.S. Um, I remember uh, just just so much out there. Like, it was a different um, world for me um, being here. So when I came back here and I was growing up here, I always had that appreciation for Ghana, um, being that my family's from there and it's understanding the culture of there. So yeah, I wanted to share.
1: I, I like that. I'm from Nigeria, so I can understand the culture stuff, mm-hmm. but also the appreciation of like the opportunities that are available for us. I think. Yeah. Uh, so this question is, is different, but I still think it's fascinating to ask. What was your favorite activity as a child or passion? Some people, they like to write, read. uh, And sometimes they still engage in those activities as an adult. But what did you enjoy doing as a child?
2: So as a child, I would say one of the main things I used to, um, I can remember that I loved to do was to paint and dance. So um, painting, like I'm okay with it now, but I do it like on like my free time. Um, dancing I'm okay with it as well <laughs> but I think like back then because you know like when you're a child you're so carefree you know like when they play the music you can just enjoy just dance and stuff and um, my family we always used to go to like different celebrations so in our culture we have things such as like adoring when it comes to, like when the baby like being named or we have the traditional weddings I will go to there was always a celebration that was happening then so Dancing every time I was always on the dance floor with my sisters or my friends and stuff, just enjoying. Then
1: that sounds really fun. I cannot wait to get back to like weddings mm-hmm. uh, after this pandemic is over. Yeah. Oh, uh, so so now we're getting into our, our topic, and I really listening to your podcast. I love the emphasis on waiting, and you said something on one of the episodes that said that for us as humans, sometimes. A no is better than wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we know that a no is a no. Okay, what else can I do? Yeah. And some of us too, we also have this thought of like, I want to get married by this age. And we're like, God will want me to be married. You just feel like God will do it. Because He has done other things, maybe according to our timeline. Yeah. How do you learn to trust God in your single season?
2: So trusting God in my single season, um, when I first um, was even like redirecting back my relationship with God, I was 21. So I just finished university. Um, college for me was like, I was surrounded around different people and like relationships. People are single, like focusing on school. So when it came to me, honestly, understanding the importance of relationship, um, I remember I came across Mike Todd, Pastor Mike Todd's Relationship Goals which that gave me a whole different perspective, like that there is a reason why God values relationship. There is a reason why we need to get to know people. There's a reason why he needs to be at the center of that. So that kind of helped me. So um, I got across, I came across a challenge, which was called pray for your future spouse. And then in that moment, I was like, okay, you know, like I'm going to pray for my future uh, spouse and stuff. It was a different concept for me that I didn't really hear about being younger, like I went to a traditional, um, traditional church, they didn't talk about their future thing is just like, Oh, don't do this until you're married. Don't do this and all that stuff. So with that, they weren't talking about the importance of your relationship. And I felt like that was something I was missing. So when I came across that series of relationship goals, and then um, coming across the challenge as well, and having the chance to connect with other believers, I learned that I can't say I'm praying for somebody Um, in my future to have a relationship with God when I don't really work on my own necessarily relationship. So that was something that kind of hit me because I'm like, man, as much as I want to pray for um, my future partner to be saved, my future partner to be listening to God and stuff, I also have that same access to God as well. So with that, I need to like pay attention to that relationship, just as I'll pay attention to a relationship with a friend, um, a family member, like God is that important as well. So um, I just brought him into that my whole single process. And I understood the importance of listening to him and understanding him because it says what well, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the famous quote is that he knows the plans that he has for us. So it's important for you to trust him. Um, and just know that anything if he can help you with certain little situations when it comes to work or something like that, he can help you with your relationships as well. Like he wants us to succeed. He wants us to do um, the best that we can. So, yeah.
1: I like that revelation, especially uh, focusing on yourself and saying that I want this in a spouse. I need to focus on that too, especially the relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, okay, I like all the people uh, growing up Christian, Going to church or just seeing a child, you have an ima- image of like, I'm going to get married at this age, and then that age comes or passes. Or for some people, that age is approaching and they have no prospects. So they, they start to, it, it can be a moment in your life where it shakes your faith. So, what encouragement would you have for anybody or maybe for yourself um, when you have passed that age or the age is approaching, you're like, ah, oh, Maybe marriage might not be on the horizon for this age, for this yep. time period in my life. Um, yeah, any yep. kind of encouragement or how do you process that as a, as a Christian?
2: Okay, so I I love that you're even asking this question because I feel like sometimes we don't really address it as much. I, I haven't had it been addressed before. So um, when you asked, did I ever have that uh, thought of, getting married at a certain age, you know, like planning my whole timeline, okay, by this age, I want to get this done. I want to get this done and stuff. Funny enough, when I think about it, um, I said, one of the things I said when I was much younger was like, oh, I want to be engaged by 23 and married by 25. Um, I'm past those two ages. <laughs> like I'm in, I'm, in the, I'm in my 25th uh, year now. But when I think about it, then I, when I went, whatever I went through, like the things I went through at 23, if I was engaged then, I feel like it would have been an immature decision for me because I was still learning who I who I am in God. So I can't just necessarily bring somebody into the picture then. So I think that when I look at what God is doing in me, like right now at 25, I am like way more aware than I would have been like years before. So I think that's something that is very um like intentional. And that's something that we should definitely pay attention to is that god like if we go if god blesses everything that we necessarily want like it's kind of like we'll be walking into where we need to get to prematurely or it won't he knows that he won't give us this big task now because of how we may handle it but sometimes you need to go through certain things you need to learn certain lessons so when it do come that time for you to be in where he's calling you you have that understanding on how to approach it then like if i know sometimes people were like oh um when i was like just even thinking about this people were like oh i want to graduate school you know like by this certain age and there it comes that pressure that's put on them because even though maybe their body is telling them or circumstances them is telling them otherwise they'll find themselves doing something and they'll be in a place of being dissatisfied because it's like i don't feel that joy that i necessarily really need to feel in that moment because of that pressure of time so i think like just to even encourage those that have set um a timeline for them um, honestly trust in god like that is a key thing i would say is trusting god and surrender your timeline surrender the plan that you have towards them because maybe god is working something in you or maybe you need to heal from certain things before you get to that point of going into that next chapter
1: okay i like what you said about awareness during this time because as someone who's studying psychology awareness is such Knowing your strengths, your weaknesses, the way that you react to yourself, the way that other people react to you, and just learning that is so it's so valuable for our own well-being because you know what you want to work on, and also like knowing your strengths is also empowering. So be more self-aware, especially in the single season. I think that's a good time. So then you're really focusing on yourself and your relationship really mm-hmm. with God. A question came to my mind, and I. And I, and I hope you don't mind. But sometimes I, I feel like, especially as Christians, you go to church, you think I might meet the person at church. And then you maybe don't end up meeting the person at church. Um, you go to conferences. You try to go to places where it's like Christian focus, like where you believe you might meet other believers. And I think something that might also contribute to the disappointment is like, I don't want to do the things that people that are not believers are doing, maybe going clubbing and things like that. We're in a pandemic now. Yeah. So like, how have you found that during your single season of like, it's, it's one thing to surrender to God, but to also know, okay, maybe the, the person are going to find me in my house, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, how do you find that balance of like trusting God, but still knowing that? Because with everything else, you're like I want a job you will apply for a job for your system girl. So how do you find the balance of like I'm trusting God but also I want to be intentional of being at the right place yeah to hopefully meet the one because I feel like that can be very confusing for women too because we feel like okay the guys do approach us how do yeah. you find that balance with conversation with your friends or even for yourself
2: so I oh my god Lola I'm so excited that you asked me this question because This was something that even yesterday I was um, reading. I was doing a course. I'm part of this course uh, called The One University. And the goal of it is for you to become the one. So it's a Christian-based thing. They speak about uh, going through certain things like understanding prayer, the importance of your past, understanding your purpose, and more other things. So one of the courses I even popped up was where are places where Christian singles can meet other people? And I'm like, listen, let me know in these gems, because I feel like sometimes one thing that we always look at that we feel like we can uh, meet like minded people is at the church, because we're Christians, we both have that belief. But when I understood that, um, just because a person goes to church, that doesn't mean that their relationship with God is the same way that it is with you. So you have to understand that. First things first, just like with friendship, you can meet people in different places to become friends with them. So apply that same concept and don't put that pressure when it comes to relationships because you never know, like where you may meet your uh, future spouse, where you may meet your like business partner that you need to uh, work with. So it can either be at uh, something that you love doing. Uh, if, if you are a person that has all these different hobbies, maybe in the midst of you doing what you love, you'll meet somebody that you'll have a connection with. And then from there, you get to know them. Um, Something I also learned as well was that don't put the, I think like one thing for us, and this one of my uh, Christian brothers made this comment was like, oh, he's like, oh, I feel like Christian ladies and stuff, they are, they focus so much on marriage. And it's like, oh, if somebody comes into the picture, are you the one? And I was like, ah, you know, some of, so I know people are guilty of it. Like Lola, could you, would you say you're guilty of that or like have ever been?
1: In the past, yeah. absolutely. Well, like you said, the, what you said about not putting pressure on it mm-hmm. is a good part, but I want you to continue
2: speaking. <laughs> yeah, so so even with that, when he said that, like I was automatically like defensive, but I thought about it, I was like, man, you know, I've had, I have been there at one point was like, oh, I'm going to tell this person, this person seems cool. But when I had to take a step back and was like, you know, honestly, pay attention to how this person reacts to this pay attention to how this person says this, when I contribute this, how does this person like go about this? How are they making an impact to others around them and stuff? When you observe them as a friend, especially like when you observe them as a friend, it's important because there is no pressure on a relationship, there's no pressure to like, impress you or Oh, I need to be like this and stuff, you're generally getting to know them as an individual. So what that that has definitely helped me Um even be very mindful in my single season on the people that I do come across or the people that I do met. Like I've met guys that are such great people, but I know with the purpose that I'm heading with where God is leading me, they are not called to be my purpose partner. They're not called for the person I need to be in a relationship with. You know, they're definitely great guys. They're quality guys. So I value them um in having them in my circle, but I will not automatically be like, oh, this is the one like God hasn't revealed or God hasn't given me that confirmation that this is the person I'm going to take a path with. And another thing too, that the Holy Spirit like even reminded me now is that there is not only one person that you can be with. And sometimes people are like, oh, I'm waiting for that one. You know, God's going to bring me the one, but he's given us the free will for us to choose who we want to be with in our future. One thing that people kind of like forget about is, once they get into a relationship, they don't really pray much into it. Like you need to, every relationship that you get with, it's important for you to be praying about it. Like, hey, you know, God, whatever your intention, whatever, like why this person's in my life and stuff, let it be known to me, understanding the will of the rela- the relationship. So what is the will of God for this relationship here? Are we, is this person supposed to be, supposed to be my assignment? Is this person supposed to give me advice? Is this person um, someone that I, am to help get closer to you those things are very important in any relationship that you go with so yeah that's the thing that popped into my head the no pressure that you
1: talked about i really like that because i'm um, i'm at that place where there's no pressure of like we can just be friends mm-hmm. um, there, there's no pressure so you look at this as a friendship as opportunity to talk to have conversation with someone the person might inspire you they might learn something from you. You might learn something from them. And I think, honestly, that even makes you more confident and, uh, because you're just yourself. And if, someone, if you want to be in a relationship with anybody, you want them to really know you and be in a relationship with you, not a, a facade that you've put on because you just want to get married. Oh, that, that's a good one. <laughs> um, a couple more questions. Questions. What is the biggest lesson that you have learned during this single season? You mentioned being more self-aware and praying for your partner. Are there any other lessons that you've learned during this season of your life?
2: Okay. Um, During the season, I definitely learned um, and kind of even going into my story was that I learned that I needed to get to a place of understanding who I am. So I um share this on uh, another uh podcast and I'm gonna even speak more on my necessarily podcast of it. Is that I when I was in 2019, 2019, I got into a new role of like working, um teaching, and I realized that I was so busy. Um I would go on different dates and stuff, get to know people, but I felt like this is not like I, it was distracting to me. So I took the time in 2020 and I made this decision with God. I was like, listen, God, like this whole year, I'm giving you the whole year, like in terms of not getting to any relationships, not dealing with nobody, because I want to learn you. I want to be closer to you. So I didn't know a pandemic was going to come at that time because, um, and I always, I used to laugh at my friend. I'm like, man, you guys are over here stressing about like relationships, man. I'm enjoying my time with God and stuff. And it was like, kind of like uh, understanding the importance of that relationship. So in my single uh, season, I learned to date myself before someone else can come into the picture. So um, my spiritual father always says, like, oh, like knowing yourself, would you marry you? And then some people are in church, we'd be like, hey, I don't know on this part. We'd be sitting there like, I don't know, like, what was that? But that's actually an important question as well, because sometimes if we don't take that time to learn ourselves, you don't want someone to define you for you. Like you have that opportunity to define who you are. So those are key things. And also the word too tells us who we are. So when you go back to the word and knowing that, listen, like I'm beautifully and I'm wonderfully made and stuff, you don't need to wait for the compliments for somebody else because God is already speaking that into your life. So those things um, during my single season has helped me a lot to learn who I am, learn who Isabella is. And um, what are certain things that I like? What are certain things I don't like and stuff? What are goals that I have for myself and stuff? So, when someone comes in the picture, all you're just doing is just like, you know yourself. Is this somebody that can fit into that picture as well? Is this somebody that can help you grow? Is this something that um, you know, like what the person can contribute and what they're trying to take away from you and stuff? It gives you more of a clear mindset um, when you are in your dating season. So, yeah. Great.
1: So, the last question is this Um, for uh, the listeners of this podcast that are single in their waiting season, Mm -hmm. how would you tell them to be more intentional? You talked about growing closer with Christ, dating yourself, becoming more self aware, praying. Are there other practical steps that you can share with uh, listeners that are like maybe they're dealing with disappointment or frustration? Maybe they're mad at God of like I'm waiting. They see other people getting married, even in the pandemic, people are getting married. Uh, how would you tell them to be more intentional so that the focus is still on Christ and not on the marriage or the wedding? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Okay, so um one of the things I would say the on learning how to be intentional in your season is um when you're waiting, it's not everything stops. Like <laughs> the world is still going. And I think that um, people, when people are unweighted, they like, oh, you know, like I'm waiting for the one to come and stuff. But how are you positioning yourself? Are you positioning yourself to be found? Are you positioning yourself to actually get to know people? And then um, certain things as well, like um, one thing that, that just kind of popped in my mind was that when you're speaking about when people are like, oh, um, I have an interest towards somebody, but you don't know how they're going to react and stuff get to know people like get to know people just as like you know an acquaintance or somebody that you can like speak to over time and also take mental notes as well so with that when you're taking mental notes like you're getting to know this person but hey you know like this person actually like i don't know how to i don't i'm trying to think of like i'm one thing that's like you know like think like a man have you ever like think of a man like act like a woman in that movie mm-hmm. even though it's in a like, christian-based uh movie but he gives even like simple gems that, you know, certain things like if you think a guy's joke is so funny, right? Don't be like, ah, ha ha ha. You know, like you can like be mindful of it, but you can do a little giggle because it gives that guy like that confidence that, hey, she's actually, you know, paying attention to what I'm doing. So certain things like that, there are so much ways and women, Um, even I don't know if your listeners are mainly women, but to my woman, like, we have all the gems, like we have all the keys to so much different things. So while you're waiting, um, just still be active, be intentional on networking with other people, uh, meet other people. Don't just go in an intention of I'm looking for that one person. But when you go into that um, place of meeting different people, get to learn them, get to know who they are, have conversations. Um, also ask the right questions as well. And I feel like something that I learned was that. Me, I love asking questions. Like it's, it's like the simplest things. If I'm in doing an assignment or if I'm working like with um somebody, I want to know the questions. I want to know the ins and outs. So one thing that's very important is asking those right questions that don't make it feel like an interview, but like you're having a conversation. Like you're learning those key things and stuff. So um, while waiting, doing that, and don't just keep yourself hitting. Like I said, like position yourself where you can be seen and. When you are being seen, like you're presented in a way that you know you're eye catching, like to whoever the person that you're going to meet is. And um, I think your sister, you had an episode with your sister, and she spoke about personal styling. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about that. As even pers- that's even like great as well because even during the pandemic, if you are to go out, yes, you have the mask on, but you can also show off and like show yourself in a way. It's like, okay, who is this lady? Like, okay, like the way she carries herself and stuff it will still speak like like even with the person to see your appearance and stuff so those certain things
1: yeah I I love this uh yeah so many so many gems and I think for me it's about being yourself Mm -hmm. being your best too at the same time because we're a child of God and I love the no pressure just meet people and be specific about your questions I I really like that and I, I enjoyed um I really enjoy listening to your podcast and I'm going to keep listening. It's short, the topics are very relevant. Um, So as we round up, I would love for you to share with the audience about your podcast and your social media handle or just tell us more about yourself, whatever you like the audience to know.
2: So I, oh my gosh, just once again, thank you so much for having me on Joy and Purpose podcast. So excited. So, um, my podcast is called Truth by Bella, and um, as before we started this interview, I you asked me, do I go by Bella or Isabella? So when I came up with the whole name, um, one thing I didn't want to necessarily attach was myself, just throwing myself in there, and I can release you as you well. I know in one of your um. Episodes you're speaking about, like not having your picture or should you and stuff. uh Me, I'm very, I was very intentional on how I went about it because I knew that God was going to do something through this podcast. So, um, me sharing the uh topics that I'm speaking on at the time that I'm speaking it, I want to make sure whoever listens to the podcast is impacted by it. So, uh, truth by Bella, I speak on all gems when it comes to relationships, when it comes to entrepreneurship, our faith, most importantly, and then also the left. The life lessons that we're learning because I feel like if you're going through a situation and you're not able to share or take the key things from there that's building you up you can repeat those same cycles so I it's very important that I'm like man people need to listen to this and I always I'm always praying to make sure that like, this is where the Holy Spirit here's the Holy Spirit wants me to necessarily record on and like kind of speak about so so, in order for people to connect with me, I am Truth by Bella altogether on Instagram, on Facebook. I also have a page as well, Truth by Bella, on there. Um, connecting on there. I'm also a Clubhouse as well, um, which is a new platform. But um, I've been able just to network and just speak to people on there, and also help them as well, and have that understanding of who they are. And I'm Isabella botting on Facebook. So if you need botting let me show you that one. Um, is um Being the gunnian like sometimes I hear different last name pronunciations. I was like, no, it's botting It's botting for <laughs> that one. But um, with that, I've just been just just so excited. I'm so excited to connect with people and share anything that the Lord has put on my heart um with them to make sure that I'm able to make an impact in their lives as well. So yeah.
1: That's me. I love it. I love it. I love your spirit. Thank you for coming on. I'm really grateful. I've really loved this episode. Thank you. Oh,
2: thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you again for listening. Peace.